I'm not a vor person, but if you are, I'm not a vor person either. But look, I recognize good horniness when I see yeah. it. Yeah, I'm just saying a Rocky maybe was. And oh yeah, like well, definitely. I, I don't I don't think that his fetishes ever stop. I think he yeah, just accumulates just, more yeah, fetishes. It's like sand art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just layers on. Yeah, like I don't think that it, you could ever say that he anything he had he still has. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer. We are, uh, <laughs> we're on episode four of season two. But what's Battle your name? Yeah. Oh, right. I have a name. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. I also have a name. It's Courtney Stanton. I am a man, not a number. I'm Darius Kazani. Nice. Nice prisoner reference. Thank you. <laughs> okay. As promised last week, uh, we're on the second boring episode of Battle Tendency. <laughs> but boring <laughs> but boring when we talk about Battle Tendency still involves lots of muscular nude men posing against uh, dramatic lighting. That's yeah. true. So you have to take it with a grain of salt <laughs> yeah. when we say that it's boring. Our standards are just very high. Yeah, we've been spoiled yeah. beyond belief. That's true. This episode opens with one of the more charming things that yeah. Joseph Joestar will ever do. Yes. Oh, he does so many charming right. things. But this is this one is of the more. But this is, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. top 10, yes. I would say for me. Uh, it is incredibly adorable. Yeah, I so mean, he's facing down this like unimaginable horror. What do you do when you're one of the main bad guys of the season? <gasps> Boop. <laughs> <laughs> he boops him right on the nose. Boops his nose, <laughs> tries to play tag with him. And then he's like, it's translated as happy, like, happy, fun, fun, yay. Anyway, he's trying to make friends. He's like, because right. his, and he turns to Stroheim and he's like, look, you assume the worst of everyone. This guy came out of his rock formation and you just started torturing him immediately. So of course he's going to be a little pissed yeah. off. You haven't tried being nice. He so said, like, I'm going to try like being nice. I don't like to assume people are evil without it being proven, which. Yeah, but I, I think this that makes, again, that makes sense uh this sort of ties back into the thing from the first episode where like he's got superpowers he's not really afraid yeah, of anything right like, he has he's never encountered anything that he has to be really afraid of up to this point it's except true. maybe Strazo. this so is he's... bt dubs my personal headcanon for superman as yeah. well like, it's that's just... like that's the whole grant morrison superman thing yes. right is he's just utter calm and serenity because nothing can harm him yeah. at all I you're actually... just making me think joseph is hotter Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was reading Superman in the plane when he was 13. Oh, and he was like, I'm going to be like this guy, but hot. Yep. But he's also gay Superman. Yes. Yeah. He's well, gay yeah. and hot. Yeah. 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 He's gay, hot Superman. So, like, if Smallville, Smallville is real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah. Now, of course, it doesn't, it doesn't go. It doesn't go well for him, but it also doesn't go not well for him. Like, like um, Santana just sort of ignores. I mean, him. Santana also isn't evil. Right. He's amoral like he yeah he's just inhuman yeah and he's above he he humans yeah, are morals. ants to him so yeah. like how many pieces of bread have you eaten in your life <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> yeah and that's basically the uh the God, deal did right, really, but, uh, right, did but we really unlike... get through phantom blood without saying that once <laughs> i think we did yeah. but the pillar men are essentially aliens like they're from earth but they're they're yeah. basically aliens yeah. yeah they woke up something that is obviously like way stronger than them way smarter than them and consumes people yeah so by touching them yeah so it is like plants trying to get our attention do i feel bad for lettuce 
so it's like Santana's not trying to be anything. Santana's just like trying to figure out like he's like, what's this electric light thing? I've never seen it before. Right. I'm gonna yeah. go check it out. Right, gotta uh, file he, that data. He, he picks up the one of the guns and just disassembles it as they put it like an expert watchmaker. Yeah. And I love that the Pillar Men are all really good at mimicking whatever they see, even if it's like completely new, like new technology and all that. They just they pick it up right away. Yeah, immediately. They're, so that's like their hyper intelligence is just like they can they can learn anything and then combined with their physical ability to do physically impossible things i think it's a cool and terrifying power rocky has figured out a way with the pillar at this point he's the pillar man the pillar man to create somebody who i don't know how to stop him like just watching yeah. as a viewer it's like well, you're boned. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and it's even made clear that, like, in this episode, so it's not really a spoiler, that unlike normal vampires, Pillar Men aren't even stopped by sunlight. Like, they are they turn back into rock, but you, they don't die. So it's just like, okay, well, good luck. You fucked up. Right. You yep. stupid Nazi fucks. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's going to die now because he's, he's got a deep intellectual curiosity and doesn't even notice when he kills you. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the scariest possible villain. Yeah. yeah. Because and, he's not even bad. He's just like he's, he he's, doesn't give a fuck right. and he's too powerful he's, to care. he's like an asteroid coming towards the earth uh, rather than rather than yes. like a bad guy like yep. he's, he's just a natural force that we happen to yeah. be in the way of as humans right good foreshadowing by the way at one point joseph like because he's kind of a, a trickster gets irritated almost immediately that uh santana <laughs> isn't paying attention to him yeah <laughs> because he's like trying to flirt with him yeah. well, he's, he's like yeah. hey yeah. Uh, i mean he's trying to get his attention and then he's like what if I trip him? Then he'll notice me. And Santana just like breaks his own like ankle around Joseph's leg and just keeps walking. And then yeah. like, it heals immediately and he just k- carries on. Yeah. yeah. And Joseph's like, which is a total. Yeah. Which is a total. Um, had Terminator 2 come out in by 88? No. Okay. That was like 90. Okay. That was I 90s. Think. Yeah. Because a lot of the body horror stuff is like kind of like the liquid the, the metal. Liquid thing. Yeah, you know, right. But anyway. Uh, but yeah, and like the only reason that that works is because it was like a Hamon infused thing. Trip. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like, even later, Santana looks back and he's like, his ankle's fine. Yeah. What? what I, I should have obliterated him. He's like, have humans changed? So like he eventually gets Santana's attention and like the whole time. Stroheim and Speedwagon are basically like mom and dad doing the like mom arm at Yo, each other. Yo, that is other. a cursed pairing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah. Never well, make me think about them as mom like, and dad again. Because like, the two of them are just like constantly yes. being like, no, don't, no, no. Was, well, and eventually, no. Stroheim has finally come to his senses. Like, oh, maybe I did something wrong. Yeah, by waking it, up this ancient horror. Like he compares it to like eating blowfish he's like you just take the toxin out like he's like he's just gonna kill you he's gonna kill all of us it's awful we can't we can't beat him he's the ultimate being like he's still so in his own propaganda yeah that he can't yeah and so at that point jojo is like i am now in the mood for a fight so let's fight you ignored me yeah and he does (laughs) and he does like a couple of just kind of standard fighty things to him you know at first he like just tries to hit him with Hamon and he's like oh uh, he bent his entire body around my fist okay and he's like well I'll get him in the eye and it's like oh even his eye is made of weird rubber so uh, that's not working either he infuses Hammond into like his toe yeah, yeah that's what he tries yeah. to stab him in the eye with his toe right and, and like then, with a knife and then the yeah knife. And, then a knife. And, and at some point he's like oh it's like his whole body is made of Strazo's scarf beetles right. because it's conducting uh, uh, Hammond down to Good the ground and he talks scarf about how like they're 
<laughs> their bodies repel each other. Like we saw this actually uh, in the last episode with the Donovan fight. That was like Joseph talks to himself constantly when he's out in the desert right. and stuff. Yeah. He's like, "Someone's following me," but no one should be out here. And it's like you are alone. No one can hear you. <laughs> like he just talks to himself, and so he's like doing this again with the fight with Santana, and then Santana's also taking notes on joseph and so it's like they're observing each other yeah. and so like santana is like our bodies repel each other have humans evolved like, and so they're like yeah. both doing that i do i do love that once joseph fights santana santana's like oh this guy actually really is interesting he's like humans maybe humans have evolved and i love when he's just like are all humans like this let me find out and he goes over to speedwagon and just puts his yes. fingers in speedwagon's temple <laughs> Speed and Speedwagon's just like, this is the worst thing I've ever felt in my life. <laughs> he's like, he's like, Joseph, this is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, nope, just a regular person. <laughs> and, yeah, and so Joseph's like, okay, well, now I really want to fight you. Leave him alone. Yeah, Santana very quickly figures out that that Hammond comes from breathing. So he like, one of the first things he does to Joseph is like attempt to disable his ability to breathe, like like a like a kick to the you know, oh, yeah. solar plexus or something. He, no, not just a kick. He like kicks him from behind in this, like he does a reverse splits vertically. <laughs> right. Yeah, all of the anatomy in this is just really oh. impressively accurate. Can we, can we oh, talk yeah. about the rib blade? I was just going to say, yeah. we need some JoJo science. The baby back ribs. Yeah. Oh, no. So, yeah. No. So, like, <laughs> so one of one of Santana's moves of is this thing moves. called the rib blade, and the narrator tells us about it a little bit. <laughs> we get um, we get those those little pop up video yeah uh, notes yeah we get science we get science, science notes yeah. all the how many centimeters they are and yeah. like all these how much how pressure they do the ribs they, they, are yeah. so Santana's ribs he can like push them out of his body in any direction and they're pointy and they can be used as they're basically like tentacles like bone tentacles that come yeah. out of him well they're basically and, yeah. like the mask. From Phantom Blood, yeah. yes. but if um, the mask were a person and the spikes on the side were that person's ribs, right? Yeah. So like Jim Carrey's the mask. <laughs> Why is Jim Carrey a running character now in, in Battle Tendency? <laughs> because the mask. The mask, yeah. Um, I'm so glad he, that we've somehow managed to get through Phantom Blood without him coming up. Yeah. Despite the fact that it's actually relevant. That's the one that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nope. Yeah, but it's like Jim Carrey's the mask. <laughs> well, I mean, he even gets all like rubbery and can, can no. contort his whole body. No, no, no. Oh, all right. But yeah, so he tries to hit Joseph with his rib blades and Joseph gets away because Hamon uh, later... He tries to do his meat invade. Yes, the, meat the move invade. is called meat invade, also known as foul flesh. I like how it gets two names. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's been, and like, who named it? Who knows? Historians. <laughs> so during the fight, Jojo punches Santana in the stomach, and Santana, like, encapsulates his whole hand. Schmooze it. To, yeah, he, he starts to schmoo it. He starts we to think schmoo he, sh he does a yeah. schmoo fake um, out. And so, so Jojo pulls his arm back and his hand is missing. But then he's like, oh, my hand is. And then he pulls his hand back out. And he's like, and then with each finger, he like reveals it. And he's like, it's fine. And then he's and then, and he, then like, he does that thumb trick he, that yeah. everyone learned in elementary school, like, and we're doing it now. Yeah, for all, some reason we're, we we can't remember how it. to do it. I got there, it. Darius. No, you're not doing oh, it at all. Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> None of us can do the thumb <laughs> thing right now. Uh, uh, it's where wait, you like fold <laughs> your. Fuck. Oh wait, no. <laughs> anyway, that thing where you make it look like your thumb is is yeah pulling apart. <laughs> I mean, I think hand gestures work really well for podcasts. Yeah, it translates beautifully. Yeah. <laughs> 
so yeah so joseph does no. the thing like he makes it look like his hand has disappeared and then he's like ah oh, just a little fake out yeah, like, he calls uh, it a magic trick just, i think yeah like, whatever just a little magic trick uh, joseph loves his sleight of hand yeah his sense of humor and his coolness under pressure is aspirational too, yeah tbqh iconic and definitely goals so santana like thinks he's knocked out joseph right and he's like well when he's asleep he's just a dude he does he's, he can't use his hammond powers so now is the time to devour him hell yeah Oh, yeah. So uh, he attempts to do so and sucks Joseph into his body. Yeah, about and, halfway, like yeah. half of Joseph's body is in. So they're mashed together. And they make the yeast with it, two backs. Yeah, yes. it, yeah. <laughs> it looks like a, like a teleporter accident or something. Yeah, I was you know, going like to say, it looks people... like that, that episode of Fringe where where like both realities end up on top of each other. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's Pretty... not disturbing. Oh, or like some Valentine shit from Steel Ball <gasps> Run, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there's definitely like not the right number of arms for two people anymore. Like no. it's all kind of like mushy. And Joseph's face is like half in Santana. Yeah, it's like in his chest. Yeah. There's a great two-page spread of this in the manga, yeah. which is just beautiful. Pretty horny. It's, it's very honestly horny. so horny. But then of course, turns out Joseph was faking it and just waiting yep. to get schmooed and <laughs> Uh, and he, and Aren't th- we so then all? He, yes. So then he, he activates <laughs> the his human condition while he's in there, and then that actually manages to tear um, Santana into two pieces, right? right? Well, yeah, many, well, many pieces, a few but pieces. Like, he like, he basically yeah. gets like strizoed at the like yeah. at the beginning of yeah. uh, Battle Tendency, where what all after the, the after the grenades, all the grenades, yeah. yeah. It, I don't know. It's yeah, just it, well, real it's, gross. Pretty, it's the same because it, you still have like the legs crawling by themselves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but but there's unlike, that upper torso, right? Yeah. But also there are some great shots of little pieces of viscera that have yeah. grown their own arms. Like yeah. it's actually grosser than with Strazo because Strazo's pieces just well, kind some of, of their veins are like yeah, the mm, veins, mm. the veins move. <laughs> but like, but like in this, I don't know. There's something yeah, grosser they have, about like, this little because tiny it's, hands. it's just yeah, they're just like so. I mean, they're rubbery. They're yeah. supposed to be like pulling themselves along. Yeah, do you think you can't help? rooting for those little guys do you ever think flubber yeah, yeah. flubber was about oh, pillar men being created <laughs> now i do yeah okay so at this point like santana's in pieces and then joseph realizes like oh yeah if i expose him to sunlight this will at the very least end the fight because he's a pillar man and we right. know from the aztec ruins that sunlight hurts pillar man and so this is where things get a little yeah bad well so this is where like i feel like the whole purpose of this arc for joseph these two episodes has been for this thing which is he has to drag the the top half of like the torso of um santana up the stairs to get to the outside where it's like noon, but he's out of stamina because he's untrained. Yeah. And right. so like, you know, Speedwagon's like, use ham on. And he's like, if I had any breath, I would yeah. use it. Yeah. He's and like, he's I'm like, tired. I'm right. crawling up a flight of stairs with like a person attached to my body. Right. And meanwhile, Speedwagon's like, man, if you were formally trained, you could handle this situation. Yeah, Speedwagon, Ugh. whose fucking fault is that? You're like his <laughs> yeah. dad. Yeah. Um, so it's like, so the, the idea is that it's like, He's a rogue. He's a trickster. He like is naturally very talented, but he has no training, and so he can't trick his way out of this, and he can't like evade and cunning his way out of this. He just he needs to actually have training so that he would have reserves right. and stuff, and he doesn't have them. So he's literally crawling his way up the stairs. 
Speedwagon is in a wheelchair in a straitjacket. His head, his head cleaved in half. You know, like <laughs> yeah. he can't. Things have been better for Speedwagon. He can't do anything. Stroheim is a fully able-bodied man. He's just a Nazi fuck, and so he's just been standing there this whole time, not doing shit. So he stands there, and then because of of narrative issues, um, <laughs> and this is where again, like stuff like the spotlight effect comes into play here, where it's just like. You can ignore it. You can personally not engage with it, but it's just like, it's a thing where it's like, well, then like the narrative cares about. Yeah, there's a, there's a noble Nazi situation. It's like the reason why, like I'm Jewish. The reason why this has never bothered me was because the first, I mean, it bothers me. It bothers me in like an abstract sense, but I don't get emotionally invested in being bothered by it because like the first time I watched this show, I was just like, like I didn't know anything about JoJo's, and like I'm kind, of, you know, like Hitalia exists. I know that there are like fun Nazis in anime sometimes. So like I watched this, and I was like, oh, this is like, you know, it has an anime problem. And you know, like <laughs> but it's like seeing a, it's like finding a dead mom in anime. Yeah, you know, exactly. Right? Like, yeah, it's like oh yeah, an, an anime problem. Got right. it. Um, and then you know, as I kept watching JoJo, I was like, "Wait, this is really good," and that's weird, but it's just bad. Um, so now I'm just kind of like, "Well, yeah, the early arcs were fucking poorly written as shit." Like, there's a lot to be gained from them. Like, I I love a lot about Battle Tendency. It's one of my like a lot the you know as a whole, it's one of the arcs that I really like. Um, but it's in the same way where I'm not like super losing sleep over like Joe uh over. Jotaro's mom would like would we'll get to or Polnareff's sister. Uh-huh. Yeah, like there's there's problematic shit in JoJo. I don't. I'm not gonna. You know, it's your prerogative to be upset about it. I personally don't give a shit and just think that it's just like oh, some bad writing from the 80s. Cool. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> To me, as someone, I'm very used to the way that Western culture engaged with Nazis. It's very enthusiastic to just 100% maximally demonize them. Right. But also was a way to distance all the ways in which 1930s and 1940s like Western thought and culture was pretty similar to a lot of the uh, politics and ethos of the Nazi party. Um, you know, the eugenics movement was pretty popular in like academic and like high minded. Um, well, and just policy. Yeah. In the United States. <laughs> yeah policy just... circles. And then suddenly people are like, Oh, well we're definitely not like that. And so you have this very clear black and white, distancing that happens um and so then you just never really see um at least in the u.s that i'm familiar with any sort of engagement of like ways in which maybe like we are culturally similar or any kind of like gray thinking um in popular media so or like mass media like this is what happens stroheim overcomes his like paralyzing fear of of like one thinking that the pillar men are superior um and decides <sighs> for the fatherland <laughs> and this is the thing he never gets redeemed in terms of like maybe not Nazi. Yeah. So. no, no, he no is, he's a nazi he is, like they make it very clear in this episode that stroheim's courage comes from his conviction to the nazi party he's like I can lose a couple limbs for the fatherland, you know. Yep. Sorry, I just rolled my eyes dramatically. <laughs> yeah, but that super. didn't that didn't register in yeah, the like, audio. And, like, <laughs> and for me, like again, like I'm like I am like not used to media that portrays that or does that. And it, I like I honestly like find it 
pretty disgusting. And like, I don't, I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. Um, I don't like Stroheim as a character. I don't. Stroheim I, is fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah. It's, this isn't, like as a character, like Stroheim sucks. Right. Yeah. He's, he's, he's not, he's not like Schindler where he's like a Nazi who also does no. these no. things. No, it's, it's, he is great because of his dedication to the party. Like that's, yeah. that's the, that is the story that, Oh, Rocky decided to tell. And, and it's not, and it's even explicit because, like, at some point, Joseph goes. He's like, Well, we think differently, but I respect your courage. And I'm like, Fuck you, Joseph. Does Smokey know you think that way? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Does Irina know you think yeah. that way? I think your granny would slap you. Yeah, yeah. I think Ruth would fucking slap the shit out of him. I mean, she's Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like. Yeah, Ruth Bader Ginsburg Prime. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm like that. Did, like, so it's one of those things where I'm just like, this is bad storytelling because it's just not consistent with like the no. information we were given literally two episodes ago. Joseph's literally like, Black Lives Matter. Also, let's listen to some Nazis. Yeah. You know? like, like, I mean, I think it is, he got, he's got to hear both sides. Right. And so the story, like my, my thing is like, I wrote down that quote and then I was like, Joseph, Joseph are fucking centrist. You know, I'm just like, I don't. But then now I, I do just want to clarify that eventually we will be talking about how hot like serial killers are and shit. So yeah. like take it with a grain of salt. So he like steps up. He he sacrifices himself to save the world, although really it's to save Germany. Yeah. Because and Santana gets up inside of his body via his leg using yeah, meat the flesh invade. And using meat invader. Yeah. Meat invade. Meat yeah. invade. He's like, Joseph, I need you to like cut my leg off so I can, because at one point he gets bogged down by all the little meat pieces yeah. of Santana. Like again, like this whole episode is great. Gross and like on every layer, but some of the layers are body horror, and that part's cool. That part is cool. Yeah, we approve of those gross things. And so he's like, "I'm real bogged down. I need you to grab an axe off the wall and chop my leg off." And that's when Joseph's like, "I admire your courage." And it's like, "Man, just, uh, just yeah. cut his leg off. Just cut his leg off. You don't <laughs> have to comment on it. Yeah, you don't have to uh, say something. And so they you don't always have to talk. So he does cut the leg <laughs> off. So the door opens. The sunlight floods in. And then Santana starts to petrify, and then he's like, oh, wait a minute, I have a way out of this. And he like worms his way into Stroheim's wound. And so he's... And we get to another really gross part where Stroheim... So Stroheim is like still has mostly control over his body, but not his leg. And Joseph's like, wow, that looks fucked up. And, <laughs> and Stroheim's Thanks, like... Joseph. And Stroheim's like, actually, the really fucked up thing is it feels kind of pleasant. Yeah, he's like, I thought I it would hurt. I wonder if it feels springy, too. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, I thought it would hurt, thick. but it doesn't at all. It feels good. And again, it's one of those things where you're just like, Rocky, how many ways have you figured out to make dudes go inside other yeah. dudes? Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, it feels good. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's one of those ways. It's things, horrifying. It's genuinely it's horrifying. It's really horrifying. Yeah, it's I'm just like, fucking disgusting. Yeah. And so, yeah. But so Stroheim is like, he's trying to drag my body over to this well. And so he pulls out a, a potato masher, which is the, the nickname for German and grenades in World War II. And so he, he blows himself up. But before he does... He, he has does, a very important message. The only good thing that Stroheim does, in, his whole in my life. opinion... Like, I mean, he, he saves Speedwagon, which I, I value because I like Speedwagon. But... <laughs> Really, but the most valuable thing he does is he's like more valuable than Speedwagon's literal life. Is he's and like, I agree. He's like BT Dubs, that pillar man, not the only pillar man. There's more. You need to go to Rome and meet a man and like train your ass up. So go to Rome and meet that man. There's meet, a man in meet Rome. This dude. There's You'll, a man in Rome and you need to meet him. Speedwagon, Speedwagon will know him when, more, he, when yeah. he sees him. So go, go to Rome and meet that man. Joseph Joestar, there's a man in Rome. You're destined to meet. You are destined to meet him. This yeah. man in Rome. Yep. He waits for you. Yes. Go. 
go to Rome and meet him. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, go. go. Go now. Right just, now. Right, just drop everything you're doing. <laughs> go right now. Yep. <laughs> meet the man. Meet that meet man. Him. Meet him. Meet yep. him. And then he blows himself up. Which is the other good thing that he does. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then Joseph tricks Santana into being turned into stone via one of his things. And yeah, that's that's actually pretty cool. Santana, because sure. Santana looks at the well and he's like, oh, I can go to the bottom of the well and I'll be safe down there. And then Joseph's like, all right, give it a shot. And they both go down there and he's like, haha, it's high noon. The sunlight is still coming through here. You're fucked. Oh, and he does a next you'll say. Next, yeah, next you'll say, next like, you'll say, nice uh, try, primitive, or right. whatever. Yeah, and then Santana goes, nice try, primitive. <gasps> and then there's an amazing, like, half second cutaway with, like, Santana's face in red with, like, stripes all over it. Yeah, it's when beautiful. When he does the reaction shot. So gorgeous. And yeah, Santana turns to stone, and then we never hear from him again. Yeah. Well, it's we, like, so we do get a little thing at the beginning of the next episode, and then we never hear from oh, him yeah. again. Okay. okay. But really, the most important thing about this episode is that we get to meet a man next episode. Yes, yeah, really. Pretty much. We are ready to meet. I am so excited. This man. <laughs> like, this is the actual reason why Battle Tendency is amazing. Yep. It's yep. about to show up. Yep. Yep. And, and put a pigeon in your face. Not <laughs> <laughs> to be all pigeoned up. Oh, yep. That would be great. Yep. And squidding. Yep. God, so I'm many just, so many things. So we're, many just gonna, we're just going to coo over him the whole time. Coo, uh, get it? God, yeah. yeah, I get yeah, it. Pigeons, yeah, I, I got it too. Coo. I just... Yeah, uh, yeah so we're, we're real excited. Uh, the, these two episodes are like... Like if you can get like they're like a gauntlet to get to, and it's it's like they're the, still fun though. Yeah, I mean the thing is, yeah, is that good. it's like episode four. <sighs> and, it's, and the thing is, it's like it's it's I a mean, spoiler, but I think it's important for people to know in case you're like, well, at least Stroheim died. He didn't. Yeah, <laughs> because German medicine is the, the world's greatest. <laughs> Um, but at least when he comes back, he's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, like he, he becomes thing. a complete cartoon. Yeah, 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 he's he becomes cartoonish Nazi yeah. in in the, but he's still sympathetic. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I don't know, he's easier for me to take at that point because he feels like a designed character and like a caricature, right? And so it's like he's so stupid that it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I take your point. I mean, the thing is, is for me again, it's one of those things that. I mean, spotlight effect. The spotlight effect is it's a term that describes how a piece of media will spend time on certain characters and not others. And so by dint of that, you as the consumer of that media will develop more empathy for certain characters' points of view and not others. I actually do get a little frustrated that I want to be able to connect with the point of view of some of the women characters on Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, for example. But it is very difficult for me to just by dint of having almost no time with those characters. And so then when we get any time with, for example, Arena at the end of Phantom Blood, I feel frustrated with her instead of empathetic toward her because I have not had any time with her. It doesn't feel earned. Right, right. Along the way. And so instead it's like you're getting in the way of Jonathan's agenda because Jonathan is the only character. Jonathan's my friend. Yeah. I've been right. spending all this time with and him. And so it's like Ugh, just do what Jonathan says instead of like no Arena is a fully fresh out character as well and she has motivations and interests and I am sympathetic to some of those and I understand where she's yeah. coming from. Even though it's like if you think about it 
for like a, you know, if you sit for 60 seconds and think about like, well, what if I had just been married and like suddenly everyone's dead around me and the person I love and had just married is dying in front of me, I would maybe want to die with them too because it's like a crisis and that's terrifying. And yeah. that even if that person was like, no, take this strange baby <laughs> and get in a coffin. <laughs> I mean, I would want to discuss that. You know, like, yeah. I would want, like, and it's like, that should be a touching scene. The problem is that, but like, it's because it's poorly written. Eventually, Araki actually gets to be a good writer. Right. Sometime around arc four. Right. <laughs> and so like, and so we start to like the women on the show. Right. Because we start to get a lot of time Right. With we them. spend time with them and we learn about them as actual people instead of like a woman. Yeah. Like, who is there to yell things at a yeah. man. Yeah. 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 But like, so that's my thing is that Lisa Lisa like almost gets there. Barely. Like she almost gets there, but she's very much like a strong woman right. character. But like my thing with Stroheim is that it's like Stroheim gets like emotional change yeah. and gets to like do some shit for a little bit. And it's like, fuck you. Don't do that for the Nazi. Like, come yeah. on. Like, yeah. You're going to do that for a character. Like there's plenty of other characters to do that for. But I also think this is like, this is also showing his like, I need to emotionally develop my villains. Yes. Thing yes. too. Right. And his villain in this case happens to be a Nazi. But like, we don't feel this, this revulsion when the people he's developing are serial killers who only kill women. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Yeah. We still like, we're instead we're like, He's hot, and I want to bang him. Yeah. <laughs> so we too are That's problematic. On us. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So apologies. Jojo is problematic and so are we. Yep. The and no, end. and that's yeah. true. And I'll, and that's like and I own that and we'll we'll get into yeah. that more in arc 4. Yep. Um, do, 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 Sorry, I was just trying to Oh, yeah. I didn't even. Yep. That's our time. That's it. That's all the time we have. You should have done this. playing. That's our time. Do but yeah so that's my really long-winded explanation of the spotlight effect cool good you asked yeah well you filled up our remaining time yeah so that was good. good that was the whole point yay yay jojo's bizarre explainer is recorded in portland or or oregon at stream pdx mobile podcast studio Thank you to the folks at Screen PDX and Open Signal. Our music is The Freakout Experiment by Tobias Weber. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at ExplainJoJo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that Speedwagon would leave for the Joestar family. 